Look, if video game companies sent me over to cover shit in America, I'd happily get it for you, Ken, but they don't. All right. <laughs> I've put a link in the thing. It's a, it's a coffee spoon. <laughs> you have gone full Melbourne coffee wanker, haven't you? <laughs> no, these are these are beautiful. These are genuinely beautiful. The rainbow. Player two, Pixelcast episode one hundred and nine. Yeah, you you've kind of heard it. It's a bit weird. Stuff is going to be happening, so we've kind of flipped the hosting roles around a little bit. Um, I am your host, Den as is not normally the case on odd number episodes, Tim Henderson, coming at you from, and I really want to make this very, very clear, although it doesn't have to be the case, you can think whatever you want about the other two, but coming at you from the past. This has to make it this very, very, very clear. Um, me specifically, Huso might be coming at you from the future. Huso, are you coming at me from the future? Uh, no, I will definitely be coming from the past because of my predictions will be horribly <laughs> wrong. So I want to make that clear too. So... <laughs> I accept no responsibility for any terrible choices I may make on this episode. All right, what about you, Ken? Are you going to be brave? I guess. I don't get the reference, though. What do you mean from the future? Sorry, I've already clocked <laughs> It's been a very long day. and Kenny's coming from way in the past. Um, yeah, fire after fire. Possibly out. just time travel, and yeah, he's... Okay. All right. I guess, yeah. Look. Okay. Let's let's make it clear for everybody then, which is basically as of the time of recording this, there is a big PlayStation announcement, extended video showcase, a couple of days away. By the time you're listening to it, that thing will be fresh in your memories. <laughs> yep. It would have just. Been so there. we're just gonna like you know, have a good, solid stab at saying what we think is going to be in there and you're going and it's going to basically by default be a sealed envelope kind of a situation where I will prop actually I'm just going to write down Boston Celtics will collapse in the fourth quarter and blow a double digit lead <laughs> again and it's basically going to be the safest shit on the if it turns out that they win game four now I'm going to look really stupid on this podcast but you know I don't think people are tuning in wouldn't be this. the first time <laughs> nope, it would not. But also, you know, I think I'm safe because I think the NBA Pixelcast crossover is like probably limited to like me and Huso just about. So, and a couple of people who played NBA Jam that one time. Yeah. Um, before predictions though, come actual games or um, just to put a little bit of a like a fun little twist in this stuff, you can play games on. Now, Huso, mm. you are a. I'm actually going to be in a plane when this PlayStation thing happens. I'll be happily playing my um Switch OLED. But you have been a long term long-term, long-time at this point, kind of Steam Deck evangelist. Yeah. Does it need to worry? That's overselling it. Has it got real competition? Oh, it, it has It has got real competition, especially in Australia, considering it's not out yet. And this That's a big sales be. point, huh? Go to JB yeah, Hi-Fi and buy it is a pretty big sales pitch. When it's pretty tick. And <laughs> so we're talking about the ROG Ally. And according... So I went up to Sydney to a launch event for this... And we all got hands on and spoke to, you know, a few of the people behind it and a couple of the designers and AMD were there and Microsoft were there. It was, it was a big sort of product launch, right? Um, and we're talking to the, uh, the Asus guy who obviously the, the head of ROG gaming in the area. Uh, he was very, very confident, um, that they expect it to sell really, really well. And they've got the stock to cover it. He actually went on to say that, uh, 
the reason the the distance between the announcement, which is basically last week, uh, but we've known launch, about it for a month. Let's be realistic. We've we've known about it, uh, but the, the the official announcement and, and everything of prices and all that was last week, uh, and the launch is uh, is less than a month after that. So uh, that's why, because they wanted to be confident that they had stock to cover it. Uh, and yeah, you can technically just you can pre-order it now on JB. Pick it up on June 30, 13. Um It is smaller than the Steam Deck. Um, Here's the key thing I want to know: Is it lighter? Because yep. I picked up an Aeoneo. Much lighter. I picked up an Aeoneo Air on display in your device. You came here and I was like, yep. "Holy shit! This thing like weighs a lot less than the Switch. This is exactly what I want." Minus so $1,500 factor. 608 grams. Uh, they made a big deal of that in the presentation. Um, oh, sorry, say that again? 608 Six. grams. Grams, okay. Grams, yes. Uh, they made a bit, So their, their design goal was to get it to 600, and yeah, they got to 608 and couldn't get any further. They went into a whole bunch of detail how they did that, which is incredibly exciting for engineering nerds. Pretty boring for me. Uh, <laughs> what I was interested in, how it felt and how it played. It impressed me in a lot of ways. Uh, firstly, uh, the thumbsticks on it are sensational. They're better than the Steam Deck and they're better than the Switch easily. That's not hard. Oh, but the Switch they're, sexy, yeah. yeah. I've usually not enjoyed a first-person shooter on the handheld devices I've played in. They're terrible on the Switch. They're okay on the Steam Deck, but those thumbsticks are still not great for it. This, we were playing... One of the demo games they had was Halo Infinite. Perfect. Worked really well. That was super smooth. It was really accurate. Um, that was, by the way, Halo Infinite running at, at, at 1080p on the system. Because like, um, this is running like kind of a skin over the top of Windows. Are they actually like collaborating with Microsoft on stuff like that? Yes, this is a collaboration. It's a Windows 11 handheld PC. It's running Windows. It's got a uh, Asus custom bit of software over the top as the, called Armory Crate, um, which is what they've got on their laptops and things like that, but they've obviously redesigned it to use with a controller on this. And it's probably the biggest, I don't know, concern at the moment. Not really concern. It's obviously the first version of it. Um, mm. It's a bit fiddly. It's not super slick. Like, the Steam Deck's got that, that kind of big screen mode that it uses Yeah, well, Valve's down had, like, a it, decade just about to refine Yeah, they've got a lot, long time to work on that. Whereas this, this you can feel like it's, it's a little bit clunky. It wants to give gamers lots and lots of power, which is great, but it, it's kind of struggling to do that in a, in a clean way. Um, so it gets a little bit fiddly. Like, there's, there's little minor things that are missing. Like, you can't close the game... Uh, from that menu, you have to be in the game to close it. Um, you know, little little things like that that I'm sure they'll add with software updates, and it feels like a lot of these problems will just go away with time as they, they update that software and, and get more time in using it. Um, but the, the massive advantage of this machine is it's Windows, so it plays everything. There is no issues with anything. If it, if it plays on a, a Windows PC, it'll play on this. Um, so that's your Epic, that's Windows Game Pass, that's uh, Ubisoft Connect, that's EA, and Steam. Uh, it all works, and it's got this overview software that kind of kind of works like the if you've ever used the good old games Galaxy and finds all the games that are installed yeah. and makes a little icon for you. It does that, and so it does work pretty well there. Um, it's more powerful than the Steam Deck. Uh, it is, battery life, but it's also a Windows thing, so I am wondering. It's also a Windows thing. How much it's gonna like have to trade off, like the like because it seems efficient. Think, 
I, I, it, it feels like it's better. I want to say, um, graphically, uh, the screen is better. Um, it's a little bit more expensive. I think they've uh, minimized windows as much as possible. And I think once again that'll improve as time goes on, and they do software it's updates. It's not that much more expensive than the Steam Deck. No, no, it's not the given top of how. Yeah, yeah. It's I think in in the states it's about fifty dollars more expensive mm. here. But but here, compare, but yeah. Once you compare the um the price it. you get from from a Colgan or or wherever, mm. yes, dealing with like a grey market markup, so it may actually be cheaper. Mm. Yeah, it's 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 a it's a pretty impressive machine. The battery life is from what we saw is is on par with the steam deck because they had like nine or ten machines there for us to play and they were running flat stick for like two or three hours and they didn't need recharging so that's comparable to the steam deck right and they were all running halo and they were running you know minecraft they had a whole bunch of microsoft games on there because microsoft were there obviously um but and they had FIFA and stuff, and they were playing it on a bit. There's a big screen connector, so you can plug it into your telly. There's also the pro option. If you're, for example, you know, I can see very specific scenarios where this is cool, um, where if you, you can literally use it as a gaming PC because you can use the ROG external video card on it. So you can get a 4090 on that bad boy if you want to um, and plug it into the telly and Bob's your uncle. You, you would be CPU people. limited in an interesting way, though. Uh, this, the, it's a it's a top of the range um, AMD CPU in it. Um, so it's a mm. Ryzen CPU. Uh, so it it would do a lot. And they had that set up there, uh, playing uh, Cyberpunk with all the RTX and all that shit on no problems at all. Um, uh, so that's obviously an expensive way to go because you need the external video card. And, and all that stuff that goes with it. But it's an option, you know, instead of having a gaming PC and a, um, and a handheld, you can have just the one. Um, what else is, is good about it? it? It's, like I said, oh, the cooling. Much yeah, better I've than heard a lot noticed. about how quiet it is. It's quiet. It's, like, my Steam Deck it gets uh, warm quite quickly. Um, not uncomfortably warm, but warm. Um this not at all. They, like I said, they were running for two to three hours. Couldn't feel a speck of heat on the on the back of it at all. Uh, so their engineering on the cooling side of things, very cool. Um, there was some reports of the American review versions having sticky buttons. <clears throat> yeah, I've heard about. I didn't experience any of that, and apparently it's it's something that's been fixed in. So those were early kind of units that went that's out for review. I wonder with a lot of those early yeah. reviews, like how much. Because I mean, this happens with game reviews all the time. Is there going yeah, to be like yeah. a patching coming in that's going to imp- like, you know, improve a lot of things? And they did say like that software, and and you know, with any bit of Windows software these days, it's a living breathing. Because graphic cards drivers can change the quality of the game overnight. It's yeah. kind of nuts. And and as the as the graphic cards drivers come out, and as uh, these machines become more popular, and, and you know, it's much like the Steam Deck when it first landed. Uh, you were getting really bad battery life on some of these games, but but then um, the developers worked out, you know, if if you throttle down this and you do this and this, and then they they released a patch, and a lot of the games now on Steam come with a Steam Deck uh, setting in the options. That's, um, that cannot happen for that. every single. No, it one it, of it these. can't. <laughs> uh, that is the advantage of Windows, though. Um, it'll it'll be easy enough to to do that sort of thing, you know. And and you know, you always have games. 
with forums and things like that say, hey, here's yeah. the best settings. Google it, mate. Uh, which you still have to do kind of with Steam a bit anyway. Uh, it, it's not as sleek, it, and that's what Steam's got going for it. It's it's much more pick up and play than this. This is has the inherent power of Windows, but it also has the inherent kind of problems of Windows. Um, and for most PC gamers, it's not going to be really an issue uh, because you know it's shit you've been living with forever. Um, for people that are like Steam, uh, uh, Switch users that want something more powerful, it might be an issue, you know, because they're not. They're, they're going to have to learn some How to some Windows shit. shit and tinker with it. Yeah, yeah, um, and it might be a bit bit much there. I but like I said, hopefully that software gets I, in, improved. And yeah, I don't think it would be selling to many people who are coming from a Switch with no PC experience. No, no, <laughs> no, no I, I don't think so. I think most people that are buy this thing are the people like myself that have got a gaming rig and want to take that shit on the road. Um, I have um, two questions that are mostly cosmetic, actually. One. Is there any chance it's ever going to be available in black? Because I've only seen it in white, and I would very much like one that would not get dirty. It's but only not white get at the visibly moment, dirty. Yeah. Um, it's only white at the moment. But more who knows? practical one where I'm, I'm really torn on this because the screen is like a full 1080. Mm-hmm. And honestly, like I'm looking at the Switch OLED screen, and at that size, still super happy with the 720. And it, personal preference is, I would much rather be able to run at a native 720 resolution and get the extra frame rates. I mean, obviously, you can I, run 720 on a 1080p, but it always looks a little bit fuzzy. Uh, look, like I said, it was running Halo Infinite on high settings, like complete high settings. Uh, that's at, at 1080, and it was butter, smooth as butter, uh, no issues at all. Um, obviously, that's not going to be the case with every game. It's PC, right? You know, something's going to trip it up. And they were very open and honest about that. You know, they said, of course, there's going to be a game that, just doesn't work properly with it for whatever reason, some drive or something or other. Uh, but generally, they've 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 found that if you're setting a game to high at 1080, it will run it well. It may chew extra juice to do so, so you may wish to drop it down to get more battery life, uh, which they said you can do. You know, drop it to 720, play at that. The screen will support that, um, and then you'll get more battery life. But uh, yeah, it'll it'll run 1080, no worries. So I just want a cheaper version with a 720 screen. <clears throat> anyway. <laughs> they have got a cheaper version coming out. Um, huh. So that's not... Co- it's coming out later in the year. It's just a screen um, compromise I want. I don't want to compromise on the graphics hardware. <laughs> it's, not, it's not compromising the graphics. It's compromising on the CPU. Um, so it's using a lesser-powered CPU later in the year. And they're aiming... They, they, they were very roundabout in saying it because they're still waiting on final pricing, obviously. But they're aiming the sub-1000 mark for that one. Right, well, you know, and it's probably time to um, bounce across a little bit. I am struggling mm. to think of a good segue, unfortunately. You said something about sticks, but not D-pads. Ken, you're in this game. It is you. Yeah, Um. so I have been playing the Street Fighter Six open beta that was open over the past weekend. Um... Long-time listeners, people who know me, know that I love Street Fighter more than Street Fighter loves me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they may also know, which most people may not, that Ken never turns a webcam on and actually has a picture and has perpetually, for the longest time, had a picture of Ken from Street Fighter just staring back at us. Yeah, that's my avatar. That's my that's my guy. Ken's my guy. Um, 
and so I've been playing the beta, and well, a YouTube, um, a, a player two plays video will be, will be coming out on YouTube shortly. Um, it's good. I mean, it's Street Fighter. It's Street Fighter Six. Like, unless you are extremely interested in the nuances and the breakdown of like how six is different from five, you know by way of drive drive gauge versus v gauge and all that stuff you know um it's going to look like a street fighter game to anybody um well there's um, a few sorry like go a ahead mix of um accessibility in terms of like not having to learn to put in like 20 very specific button presses at once and also obviously like actual single player quest like content yeah, so there's a few things. There's a few, you know, key differences. Like, one, the game is very, very keen on getting you, at least in the open beta, very, very keen on use, getting you to use their modern yeah. um, control scheme. Like, they want you to use the modern control scheme, like, because... You yeah. looks like he's sucking on a lemon, just for everybody who doesn't have <laughs> it, a video. It's, <laughs> it's It's very weird, um, but uh, the... <laughs> <laughs> there may be something in this that I'm not grasping because I am so used to the standard old-fashioned button button scheme, which is like three buttons for punches and three buttons for kicks and you know, of varying strengths, light, medium, heavy. Um, the modern control scheme has one light attack, one medium attack, one heavy attack, and it's contextual from, from what I can guess. So, you know, whether it throws a punch or a kick depends on what's on what's happening on screen, say your your distance to the opponent, your positioning on the screen, whether you're jumping, crouching, it'll throw either a punch or a kick. It's just light attack, medium attack, heavy attack, and then you've got a button for uh special attacks. Which I think Again, based on context, but also in direction of your D-pad, your direction pad. If you put it forward, forward Y, you know, if you're playing on a gamepad on an Xbox controller, forward Y, you, you hit a, you, you, you know, unleash a particular special attack, neutral Y, you know, you do it something slightly different. So that's I the like the idea scheme. of special attacks being like mapped to a button and just like mm-hmm. one direction. Yeah, so they're really, it really. It should be about knowing game. what to do, as opposed to are your fingers fast enough? Yes, but at this stage, the game. Again. Well, the game has progressed along a particular line, so it's very difficult to just immediately just map everything across and say, "Oh, yeah, the, these are all your light attacks and these are all your special attacks," because it was never designed that way. So that's why it was. It's confusing for somebody like me who is used to the old control scheme, because I don't have direct control over my character. If I'm hitting a light attack, I don't know whether it's going to be a punch or a kick. And if I hit a medium attack, I don't know whether it's going to be a punch or a kick. Um, it does sound a lot like it's actually training wheels. While well, also it, it, trying it, it to feels facilitate very much like button layouts. Yeah, it just feels like, hey, this is the noob mode. Like, this is the guy that's never played Street Fighter mode. Use this, and yeah, will have fun. Like, it's never few... going to stand up to good players. No, there's no way uh, to stand up to good players. I know there are games that have tried to do this, where there is a basic attack, medium attack, heavy attack, and then you know, based on uh, di- direction pad or positioning or relative 
distance to the opponent, you'll, you'll, you know, unleash different types of attacks. The game that comes to mind is a one that never got released, Rising Thunder, for example, um, ages ago, <clears throat> PC only, where you have special attacks on a specific dedicated button on a cooldown. For example, you know, you if you throw a fireball, you've got three seconds before you before that 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 ability cools down and lets you use it again. So, like, there are other games that use that particular idea. You've got light attacks, and then you have a dedicated special button, special attacks on a button. It just I'm not sure how well it maps right now, especially given that I'm so used to the original uh, control scheme. That's one thing. Um, the world single player game I didn't get much to play with. Uh, the world were, is available on the, and, and this is, this is the confusing bit. So over the beta, I downloaded what I thought was the beta, but it's not. On Steam, there is a demo and a beta, both currently available. Huh, I know there's, I, I mean, I've got a demo on my, so I downloaded the demo and over the weekend I'm like oh, the dem- this open beta has a lot less than I thought it did because <laughs> everybody's talking about like other characters, I'm like scrolling through all the screens and I'm like, okay, maybe it's deeper in this single player mode and I need to unlock the characters or maybe I need to reach a particular stage before I get the uh, online battles no, turns out there was a demo on Steam and an open beta on Steam both simultaneously, so I I had one and not the other. So, <laughs> confusion doesn't it? I can see um, why they do that, but also, I mean, yeah, I can see why. So, in the demo, I've tried the uh, fighting grounds, which is like the arcade mode and the, the the mode that you're used to, the arcade mode, the offline mode, the versus computer mode, and then you've got your world tour, which is where you create an avatar and you go around an open world finishing tasks, and and also have a bit of a beat 'em up. I'm like, okay, this is kind of weird, um, and that's where you encounter like characters, and I I assume that's where the story happens. Because where the game really wants you to focus the majority of your time is in the battle hub, where you go and you ostensibly you your avatar, the avatar that you created for World Tour, which looks horrible, like looks like so generic. Um, you go into a virtual arcade, like a. They're really trying to like. You know, second world meta space. This thing. Um, you exist in this, in this, um, virtual world. There are arcade cabinets that people sit down on at. And if you sit down at one, you go into solo training mode. And if somebody comes along and sits down at your same cabinet, they can challenge you for a match. And then you play each other until you get bored right, and then you stand up. That's kind of cute. Which is really, because the word second world meta space just sounded like a fucking nightmare when you said that. So it is kind of a nightmare because 
it's really bizarre. There's some things I don't understand about the beta. Okay, like when you're in the battle hub, you pick your avatar, and then you pick your preferred sort of like Street Fighter character. And then you sit at the cabinet and you go into solo training mode. You cannot play against the computer when you sit at the arcade. Literally a virtu- like an arcade machine, like those Japanese ones where you have a stool and you sit down at it. You cannot play one player versus the computer when you sit down at the arcade machine. Huh. You can only go into solo training mode. And when somebody else joins you and sits down, you can only use the character that you had picked for your profile before you sat down at the arcade. You can't go into, say, oh, a new challenger appears, and then character screen, and then you pick your character and go into a fight. fundamentally like it's missing. It has a good idea and has missed all the little details to make it. Yeah, it does not allow you to do that. So if I'm playing with Ken, my character, and I'm like, okay, I've had a pretty a, a few rough rounds with this character. With this character, oh, I need to stand up, which is like exit, exit, exit out of the quote unquote virtual arcade. Have my avatar stand up, press a button to go into the profile edit screen, change my character, and then go and sit down at the arcade again. As opposed to just having an option for return to character select screen. Yeah. Which, which in my mind, like, if you're going to go and spend all this time to create a virtual arcade, why are you like not one. make it behave like one, right? So that was my major gripe in the open beta. I'm not sure how other people feel about it, but I'm like, this is really weird. Because there's all these arcade machines in this space. There's like 20 or 30 arcade machines. And you've got like people just milling about. And there's some cool things. So if you see literally two avatars sitting like facing each other. And the, and the, and the arcade machines are back to back. Like they are. Like as though you've, you're in a real like real world arcade fighting situation. The back to back. Um if you see two avatars sitting down, they're playing against each other. You can actually go up and you can spectate the game if you want to. You know, like like you do in arcade. You can watch from over somebody's shoulder and watch them play. Um, But there's all these like little details. Yeah, you've, if you're by yourself, you can't play. You cannot play against the computer. Um, Within the virtual arcade, there's a few interesting, cool touches. There is a little game section which allows you to play like other Capcom games at an arcade machine. So like ah. today, I sat down and played Super Street Fighter Two Turbo, um, and it just loads up one of the older versions of of Street Fighter. And yesterday, I think it was Final Fight. Like it oh, changes. Nice. Ah, cool. Yeah. yeah, there is a section in this virtual arcade that lets you play other Capcom games, and I'm like, that part is cool. That's cool. And it costs them nothing to do that as well, so they, yeah. Yeah, you know, because they've got all the remakes, and it, it just emulates, it's just throwing up a emulated emulated old Capcom game at you. I'm like, alright, I don't mind, this is pretty good. Um, and then there's another section of the arcade where they've got, like, different mods on the game, like, they'll, they'll have all these weird and strange rules and mix-ups to the game rules, and, you know, you can play and muck around a little bit, so it's not just a straight... 1v1 fight mm. um, the ext- that's called the extreme center extreme game extreme mode uh, one particular mode that I played um, I had four objectives 
like each character had four objectives, and whoever hits that four objectives first uh, wins. And the objectives can be like throw an opponent three times, land one special attack, uh, f- deliver one drive impact, and something else. Like you've got four things that you need to do, and you're you know back and forth. And you're trying to do that one thing, that do those four things, and if you are first completed, you win. Um, there is another mode I played today. Yeah, there's another mode I played today, which is like um, a, uh, a push and pull. The more you attack, uh, the more uh, this particular s- gauge moves towards the opponent, and when you when it moves all the way to one side, uh, you win or lose. Uh, so you, it's more about like momentum rather than actual damage. So you have to keep hitting, 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 nonstop. Keep that momentum going. Yeah. You tip the you tip the scale in your in your favor. You win. Like there are some really interesting things happening. But this space, <sighs> I mean, the just the basic element of it, which is when you sit down at the arcade machine, you can't play arcade mode. And when you play against an opponent, you cannot change your character, or it's com- oh, it's cumbersome. It's really cumbersome to change a character. It does sound like a very easy like, fix, though, if enough people get upset about it. I think so. I haven't heard anybody get upset about it on on the twitters, though. So I'm like, am I the only one who's like weirded well, out by it's, this? It's hard to say because I mean, I mean, I've referenced basketball once already, but maybe half of that is. And this is this is how I'm measuring the state of Twitter at the moment. Is I don't have to, I follow one basketball account on Twitter, and I am seeing all of the playoff tweets, which is really highlighting how much of a fucking wasteland like my gaming following scenario has become. So it's just mm-hmm. like nobody talking about games on Twitter anymore. I think is. It's just Zelda, like yeah. You see some videos of Zelda. I've Zelda. I've seen you know you know that that monster with a like horrific STD that's causing it to shoot fire from what's what would be a stick. Yeah. Um, but speaking of horrific horrific shit, I guess I mean look at that. I managed to build myself a little segue and then destroy it by pointing it out. I as have is um, yep, as is pretty much our want. I have you know actually been playing something newish. Good good, good job, me pat in the back. Um, and finally, and I say newish because yeah, this is the year of the remake. Basically every like you can even argue that Street Fighter is like every is just a remake of Street Fighter except for Street Fighter Three. Um, no, I've finally been playing um the Resident Evil Four PS Five version. Um, and like kind of being horrified at how bad I can be at this stuff. I kind of because I'm you know I'm leaving I'm traveling in a little bit soon. It's like maybe I can like I've got some time this week and the next week I think I can bust this one out. According to Google, it's like 12 to 15 hours to finish the game if you had some experience. I'm about 13 hours in and about five out five chapters away from the end. Some experience. I played the original game twice. It just so happens I played it two times on the GameCube, and apparently it's been released on like 30 different machines in between now and then. And this is the first time they've um, really actually gone and like changed it up a little bit. And, yeah, and, and straight off the bat, you can actually kind of still say this is probably the least necessary of the remakes that Capcom has done so far, but you know what? It's still a pretty good game. Big, 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 big bold statement there from me. Resident Evil 4, pretty, pretty good title. <laughs> I, I started <laughs> playing it on the PC, and um, then it, I was playing it on the laptop while I was on holiday, and it kept crashing. I obviously, didn't well, like this is also the software. Well, it's the year of the remake, and also the terrible PC version of like literally PC every course. game. <laughs> It's been a rough run. <laughs> um, 
Because, I, I mean, I remember I actually played the demo, which was like, just don't get killed by the chainsaw guy based section, um, mm. basically. But one thing I did notice, and, like, Digital Foundry don't, don't do it, like, cause it was very kind of fuzzy, at least the PS5 version at the time. And I have it, I have since, like, like kind of patched that up to, like, make it look a bit more properly sharp as opposed to that. But, yeah, my first gripe is would simply be, like, can we just, like, simplify the, like, the graphical options on, like, consoles? Like, everybody has the same set hardware. The reason you need these on PC is one person may have a great CPU, but a dated graphics card, or more RAM, or, like, better graphics card, but yeah. the CPU... Or whatever, there are, like, so many moving variables that make sense, but, like, can you just, like, figure out what works in PC and, like, not make people confused on console and not leave us to be confused about which one is actually going to work? Or just put a 30 frames per second cap in there if you want to turn all this shit on, because... The- yeah, I think what you're asking is about, like, like having a performance mode and a quality mode. And just making them consistent. Like, because <laughs> here's, like, do you want ray tracing on or off? Do you want, like, this weird octopus-looking hair on or off? Turn the octopus hair off. My god, the hair effect in this game looks way worse than the standard hair anyway. Um. So, yeah, basically, since Capcom still doesn't seem to have figured out how to do ray tracing very well, I'm kind of in mm. the, um, higher resolution, although still on 84K, with everything else turned off and it's running like mostly well enough but you can tell it's not quite locked basically i just i would like the option to like right turn all the shit on and like just cap it at 30 can, can we believe in that but um no this is still a really um solid horror action game and it has reminded me in parts that yeah one thing they do very 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 well is that i feel like this game or these games like the original kind of game director that you know kind of valve became famous for with left for dead and it's just so good at, like, rationing how much ammo and other necessary supplies. And it knows when to not give you anything as well. And it's like, I oh, know, fuck you. You got five bullets left. I'm going to make you, like, survive the zombie onslaught and, like, get over that fence. Um, And then so you're, like, getting then, you know, kind of letting you feel like you're like, really, really powered up and, like, you got all the bullets in the world. And doing the and not doing the one thing that every other game from this era did, which is like just a huge ammo drop before a big fight. It kind of like lets you just kind of, or like the way I play stuff. Maybe this is why I'm taking so long. Is I like to kind of like go into every corner and scavenge. I'm not a fan of big open fields, but I kind of like little looks and crannies to like dig around in. It's like oh wow, we're like so many bullets now. My shotguns like I got like a surplus there, and then one like scenario later, and I'm like, well shit, now I need to like go and, like, buy a healing spray and, like, hope they can craft even some pistol ammo. Um, but not yet, like, short of it is it's still very good. Very good. Well-paced. Good variation. I had a fun manga rap earlier. Um, for people who don't know, the, the basic crux is there's, um, some bad shit happening in a rural part of Spain. You, Leon Kennedy, have been sent in to rescue the President's Daughter, which is, like, the most 1980s video game scenario Video game, pretty that, much, my friend, is Escape from New York, starring Kurt Russell. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Did, I forget if your game is, is, is. Are you a bad enough dude to rescue the president, or whatever? As well, like the dumb shit like this is like early '90s arcade or late '80s. <laughs> I think it's all probably kindred spirits, actually. <laughs> um, yeah, she. Seems to handle itself a bit better now. I don't seem to find myself having to tell her to hide in bins as many times. Although, and this is something I'd forgotten, but memory, like, memories come back with, like, this game is, like, awesome 95% of the time, and then just really annoying in just, like, key places. Specifically, as much as they can improve Ashley, she can just be, like, 
a random kill switch. Like, stuff goes unlucky and, oh, game over, I don't even know what just happened. Hmm. Like, once I think I was even, like, chasing the guy that was carrying her and I still had him on screen, I had him in my gun ready call and it's like, cut into the set animation of him, like, carrying her into, like, a chain cell kind of thing. I was like, I was about to shoot that guy in the leg, fucking... God! But whatever, probably doesn't matter. Resident Evil 4 remake, it definitely feels like Resident Evil 4. Like, there's some stuff that feels like it's quite new. It, I, I'm not the best person to compare it to the original, because, again, played it on the GameCube. <laughs> Have not played it since. So, yeah, it, it feels like almost an entirely new game, if not for the fact that, like, I think the core design is still not yet pushing boundaries. It's just kind of been, like, bored up polished up a little bit. The controls still sometimes feel like a little bit silly. It's like, I feel like there should be like a dodge button. Like, you mm. still feel like a little bit like awkward. It's like, why am I turning around like this, Leon? You look really stupid. But then, you know, you'll be in a cutscene and like, a chainsaw will like burst through like this like, cre- creaky like, wooden wall of this barn that you're in. And instead of ducking it like a normal person, Leon will like, run up the wall and like, backflip. I'm like, why can't I do shit like that when I'm actually playing the game, man? <laughs> So yeah, forget like narrative dissonance. It's just like ability dissonance. It's kind of like the like cutscene to like um, <laughs> gameplay in this. But I mean, I, they do they do handle the pacing like super well. Um, other Capcom's other crutches like you really they are very they always force you to do the um, like adjust your color brightness settings, and it never works when you collaborate it. Collaborate it. You know what I mean? Like calibrate. Calibrate it. Thank you. Thank you for teaching me English so. <laughs> Calibrate it. Um, it's not like this my job or anything. To um, the way they said it, it's always... And I've been doing this on two TVs now. It's always too dark. You always need to like, go in and like just tweak and then come back out and like does it not look washed out while still like being able to see shit you're supposed to be able to see. And, oh, that's a nightmare. I've said a lot of things around me, but you know what? The core of it is still like really... Really very good. Very easy to recommend. You probably don't need me to... The one thing probably worth saying, though, is, like, these games come out, they sell pretty well, but Capcom seems to let the price kind of, like, slip like a bucket. So this is probably one to, like, just put in the back of your mind until October, perhaps. Because it's going to be, like, a no-brainer for Halloween. Um, It'll be on a Steam sale. I paid just over 50 bucks for my copy, so it's already, like, a little bit cheaper. You'd probably be able to get it for, like, 30. Yeah. Without, like, having to break too much of a sweat around then. Um, but yeah, with that, that's the stuff that we do know about. This is all the stuff in the past. Coming up next, the future and how right we are all going to be. You saw he's shaking his head. Now he's nodding because I pointed out he's shaking his head.
Hey, we are back again reminding you that we are recording this on the 22nd. Disclaimer. I mean, I could actually have like, you know what, actually no, wasn't that a wonderful presentation by Sony? I love how they've put all of their financial means behind Shenmue 4 to make sure all the stuff that I wasn't super keen on <laughs> Shenmue 3 is like being ironed out. The, the eating's not going to be a garbage waste of time anymore. The QTEs are going to be there, but they're going to make sense. And like the art style's going to be way more consistent. I'm so happy they decided to do that. Thank you, Sony. Please don't like backpedal on that and disappoint me. Um, no. <laughs> Basically, yeah, there's a big <laughs> ass, um... PlayStation event happening effectively, and I may not be able to watch it. I'm not sure I'm maybe in the sky at that point when it's happening. But you know what? The timing is kind of perfect for this podcast for us to like have a crack at what we think Sony is going to be showing. And I'm gonna like I haven't I should have requested this early on. I would like both of you, and I'll do it as well, to like have one like actually slightly wild guess. Like like go for like one oh, yeah. big swing. Um because I you love know, big swing. Yeah. We, can, we can open with easy stuff, which is like, how much gameplay from Spider-Man 2 do you think we're going to see? Do you think it's going to be like a three-minute clip, five minutes? It's going to be the main focus. I, I was going to say it'll be like a ten-minute thing with like... It'll be the last thing on the up. show, and they'll go, and now here's the big thing. I really, I'm, I'm going to put it out there. I really hope it's not the last thing in the show. Because, I mean, obviously we haven't seen gameplay yet, but we very much know about this game. Like, it's not exactly going to be a surprise. No, this, this is the tentpole. This is the big yeah. one. This is... There'll be Venom gameplay. That'll be the thing. They'll show Venom. Because we know what Miles looks like. We know what Spidey looks like. It's, it'll be Venom gameplay. Yeah. I'm actually kind of... Because I mean, I like the Spider-Man game well enough, but also... Uh, it's, it's not the thing that I would move on to, like... Well, I'm that? super keen for it. I love that game. I thought it was a hell of a lot of fun. But I, it's a known quantity, right? Yeah, like, it's super You know fun. how it's going to play. Uh, and also, I'm just like Venom, so- Venom might be interesting to play as slightly different, but essentially, it's probably just he's probably just a, a gooey reskin of Spider-Man <laughs> in the way you, you traversal uh, and sh- everything works. So, sure, the attacks will probably be interesting. Like to their credit, and Sonic yeah. are very good. Oh yeah, with that absolutely. Stuff. No, I mean it's between that and like, the other one. I think is pretty safe. Although you kind of shot it before the show a little bit, Huso. But like Kojima has been retweeting a. Sh- Shit ton. So, shit ton of Death Stranding, like, photo, like, people making, basically, movie posters of Death Stranding. Like, last yeah. month. That's he, all, that's he, he posted a DS2, um, couple of tweets about DS2 as well. Yeah. So, basically, all my Twitter feed has been, has been NBA playoffs and Kojima posting <laughs> retweets of Death Stranding for, like, the last two months now. Um, so, I would be quite surprised if we didn't see something, because we know Death Stranding 2 exists, although this is Kojima, so, for all we know, he could, you know, tease... A link to a website that is a countdown that will count down to another countdown that will count down to another countdown that will then just be an abstract piece of street art in Tokyo with something to do with a whale and we all have to figure out from there how that connects Jeff to Death Stranding. Gone. <laughs> you know, yeah, just you know what if some if it was honest like just straight up Jeff Keeley trolling as part of this, I would kind of respect it. <laughs> Because they're buddy buddy, like that's that's the joke I made before. And he's not gonna he's gonna save it for his buddy Jeff and put it on the the, the summer games fest we'll, or whatever the thing is. I think but, what if I have to guess I, what I think we'll get here is like a proper trailer. And I would like I would I mean I would like a good like remember like the first like big tanker trailer for like Metal Gear Solid Two. I would kind of like to see them like go that route again. And then Keely will get like the big extended gameplay. Yeah. 
Oh, there's every chance. I mean, this this is a game that'll just hype until it's released, so. Yeah, the thing I'm curious, if not necessarily interested, but curious about is, like, how much attention do you think they're going to try and give to PSVR 2? Because that thing's in a well, weird place. It seems to... I mean... It's apparently exceptional, it's just nobody's buying it because nobody that, has any money. That, that, <clears throat> that's kind of the same thing like with the first PSVR. It was like this is a really good piece of tech. Nobody's buying it. I think it sold. And no one well, bought it until they dropped the price. But, and yeah, yeah, but but then Sony also went quiet on it very quickly yeah. after release. And it feels like PSVR the the VR two is very similar. It's like it's an it's an impressive piece of tech. Nobody's really buying it. Sony went quiet on it real fast. Like Sony drops of- hardware quicker than buddy Google does sometimes. It's oh. so I think if we do, <sighs> I hope they don't drop it though. Because I mean, I I am totally guilty of that. Oh, the PSVR is now one hundred fifty dollars cheaper, and it comes with these two games I want. I will buy it now. And I would I, like yeah. to be able to do the exact same thing again with PSVR. Yeah, yeah. I mean, chances are they will, uh, but I don't think PSVR will feature. Like, if, based on previous performance, I don't think PSVR will It have might have a sizzle price. reel. I think it might, it have, might a have, little. like, a sizzle reel of these things are coming to PSVR, they, and they'll be, you know, yeah, that's it. games that have just been ramped up. Yeah, yeah. So I don't, I don't expect... You don't expect to, like, the big thing that could get people excited would be Half-Life Alex. Mm, they get Half-Life maybe. Alex they're going to sell a few of those if they can get Half-Life Alex it'll be there but I don't know if they have yet I mean they I, should get Half-Life Alex because I it's don't know if that's a, I don't know if I mean that will be like a lot of the a lot of the people who know will be like oh my god but uh, the general public will be like yeah alright the thing is I don't think they need to sell to the general public yet because like, unless you're basically Paul nobody's bought this thing but that's like, kind of why they need like, to just like half like somebody like me is like that's the thing that makes it harder and harder to resist mm, I don't know and that would be the next step towards having enough of them to like keep the development like I feel I, I feel like even for myself I need far 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 more far more than um than uh you don't have a current gen console at the moment though Ken so I don't actually know how much yeah. No, but that, Look, that's kind uh, of like Half-Life Alex is a system-selling game. It is exceptional. Like I, I'll, I'll, I'll put that out. It is the best VR experience money can buy. And there are the thing is, I think there are probably enough people out there who would love to play that. For which, as expensive as PSVR two is, it is still way more accessible to them to what they would have to go through to like get a good PC experience with it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. For sure. Uh do you think we'll see? And I'm, I don't know, and I think it's a wild fling. I want to wild. Do you think we'll see? I want to want wild stuff. Can go. Yes, PS portable. Well, that's not so wild. It's, it's, it's not that wild. It's not that wild. It's not that wild. But a, but a genuine like, hey, we're coming out with a PlayStation portable. A It'll new be cloud based. Doesn't be cloud. I, I don't care. Like cloud based. Like whatever. But I think it'll be. I think there is. There has been a lot of rumors about a cloud-based. Portal. There has been a lot of rumors about cloud-based. I think. I think. I feel like, in addition to the cloud-based stuff, like, I feel like they've probably been sort of working away at a feasibility of a handheld, 
and I feel like with you know we talked about earlier this uh, at the top of the show about the ROG Ally and the Steam Deck and I wonder if they're like and you know the the, the success of the Switch in that particular form I, I wonder if they're like maybe now is the time finally to pull the trigger it would fragment their resources the cloud thing makes sense for Sony I don't know if it makes sense for the consumer I can yeah. see why Sony would desperately what the, what I want them what they should do is probably make a proper like switch like Joy-Con like PlayStation controller for phones that maybe has a little bit of extra hardware in it to help it synchronize with okay. your PlayStation Four or Five or the cloud streamers and like improve that experience. So like a phone? What? Well, no, something that would plug into your phone or like a, just a PS like way a at, like a but, make something yeah. to the standard of apparently Chiaki is apparently much better than the official. PlayStation app. Just make it fucking work on the stuff you already own as opposed to making it buy mm. some. Mm. PlayStation don't like to do that, though. They like to have their own proprietary tech. Oh my god, like yeah. selling... Because I think Logitech's also trying to trying to sell just like just a cloud handheld. Because the catch yeah. is, like, you need an internet connection for that, and half of the appeal of a handheld is you're playing it in places where you don't have a reliable or you have limited mobile data, and it... Why... Yeah. Well, you're uh, in the car and it drops in and out all the time. Or you're, you're on you a know, fucking plane, plane, like, come on. Or, you know, yeah. Yeah, I think, I think, you know what? I think they're going to re-release the PSP with the UMD discs. <laughs> <laughs> you think I think I've gonna... still got my copy of Spider-Man on, on UMD somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you just went the full vinyl route, except no vinyl. You yeah. know what? Yeah, except it wasn't just, cool. Yeah, they're just going to come <laughs> back with those... <laughs> <laughs> it'll be retro it'll be like it'll be like the whole like mini Sega Saturn or whatever yep. yeah yeah it's just there you go PSP UMD discs I, I do like this kind of concept of a, of a cloud system in that to do that they've got to play nice with Microsoft because they use Microsoft as your service for everything. So <laughs> there's kind of this weird dissonance between what Sony and Microsoft are doing over this battle for Activision Blizzard. Oh and the then what their business between... is doing on the other side. It's really fucking weird, it's... you know. <laughs> it's going to make a fascinating book in 10 years' time. It will, it will. It's super cool. Mm. Like, you see, so- Sony's going, ah, Microsoft, they're the devil. Sony, what are you using for your cloud service? Microsoft Azure service. Uh, you know, so it's kind of, it, it's really weird. Um, it's, super, it's, it's just an interesting thing to me, the way this is all panning out. I, I just, I, I'm kind of, you know, with the popcorn gif sort of thing watching it. Yeah, yeah. No. Yeah. I, I, it would be fascinating. Well, not fascinating. It would be a real get. Oh, is, would it be? If they just got Call of Duty back on. <laughs> On, on on PlayStation. Well, they've they've lost and that part of it, so because you know, just just it'd be it'd be very it'll be a very interesting um, show if they come if they come out and say you know what because it seems like it feels to me like they haven't really talked as much about all of that Xbox Blizzard Activision stuff over the last. Month, month and no, a bit. No, there's been some really big things that haven't. Uh, no, Sony hasn't been responsible for them, but um, no, not yeah. not from not from Sony. What I meant is not from Sony. There's been no because they lost. What happened in those rulings is 
they all found that Sony had no leg to stand on. What no. what stopped Xbox was the cloud-based stuff, funnily enough. But yeah. Yeah, but that's what I meant. Like maybe yeah. if like you know what we are we've we're we're done with this our part in this saga is over. Let's yep. make nice. Um, actually, this 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 Thursday when it, oh no which day is it this Wednesday? Wednesday, I think. Mm. Call of Duty's coming back to PlayStation, bitches. <laughs> well, it's still well, there. Well, it's still going to be um, there. They, I mean, just, they wanted yeah. a guarantee that it would always be. I think Microsoft had yeah, it for 10 but, years. But it's like, you know what? All of we're, we're good. We're sorted. We are, you know, Actually, this, Activision. The strength of presentation would be interesting because um, the way, like, I feel like almost Phil Spencer's almost been using, like, Redfall kind of falling on its face a bit. Almost to still try and sell the Paul Whittle Microsoft narrative a little bit. It's like, look at us. None of our games are any good. We need, to, we need, like, we need this. It's not an unfair advantage. You got to use whatever you've got, right? Like, yeah, they, they <laughs> both sides dipped into the dirty tricks book for this one. I tell you, mm. but yeah, they both have there's more some, money. There's some under unheaded pool there. Yeah, <laughs> but I, 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 I think Call of Duty won't get a mention because they'll just wait on that one. I think they'll be in a sizzle reel. Like, oh, maybe. Yeah, it's just Call of Duty. No one cares. Except for, you know, all the people that buy Call of Duty. (laughs) Yeah, they're super fast. Because there was a time when the games media, like, after Modern Warfare, would go nuts, like, each year. Like, this is a big deal. And just slowly... It kept on selling, but I guess, like, it just wasn't worth covering. It was like an autopilot. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. It's like Call of Duty, yay. I I mean, Modern Warfare was great. I loved it. Um... Liked it for the, you know, it's just, it's more of the same and same and same. I'm and sure like there are changes just... that matter to the community, but like you have, to, when you've got an online, anyway, we're, I want to get back yeah. to like predicting shit. Astrobot, big ass Astrobot game. No. No. Nope. Please. No. Please. Nope. I don't care if it's VR or regular. If it's VR, nope. I'm actually, no, I don't want to be a VR because I think I'm at least a year out. From like being able to be tempted into getting VR too. We're, we're, we're going to get, we're going to get another little big planet instead. <laughs> well, uh, what's a fa- um, media molecules dream what? dreams shut yeah shop, so. they they're working on something new we actually i think there's a pretty good chance we will see again like an almost like david lynchian type trailer of like whatever the fuck they're doing and nobody's gonna know what that game is for the next two and a half years just like dream mm-hmm. which was fantastic and it's really up that's I, I want a little bitch about sony at the moment is in that they don't seem to support anything out of their wheelhouse for very long um so their wheelhouse being bloody big third person first person action adventure games um that are all exceptional don't get me wrong they're very good also really worth uh, pointing out that i'm super happy that that is their wheelhouse because my god nobody yeah. else is making them anymore everything else no no and stuff. it's and they're very very good and and i'm not bagging them at all but it seems like anything that's slightly outside of that gets tossed to the curb pretty quickly and there seems to be a lack of like kind of the quirky stuff and the quirky studios that Sony had, like that were doing things like Gravity Rush and stuff like that. They're gone. They're Holy. just yeah. Does Team gone. Eco even exist anymore? Like I don't think it ever officially I disbanded. Know. I mean, yeah. my wild. I think Astrobot's actually reasonable. I think we could see something Astrobot. I don't think that's completely crazy. Saying we will see actually remake of Ico. Entirely plausible. Whole new game. Mm. That's my impossible dream <laughs> prediction, like, right there. 
<laughs> I mean, I reckon. I mean, if you're gonna go down that route, I reckon Shadow of the Colossus probably has more legs. Than it's, but it's been done it's recently. It's been done recently enough, and like that remake Look, would probably yeah. run. So not that well. recent. Five no, years ago, it was PS4. Yeah, it's not that recent. PS4. That's it, it's that's not. It's not the bloody last remake. The remake. It's a. <laughs> it is a lifetime. That's I what we'll see. I think we'll it's more like a debut remake. And that will just use that to like sell. I um, don't think so. Like, if, if it was if it was amongst that particular like team of games, the Team Ico games, I, Ico is not. Ico is not. It's not the one. It's not the. Uh, it's not the goat. They're all as good as each other. I mean, uh, Colossus uh, has like the biggest footprint. Yeah. So to speak, yeah. but it, I, it I do think tight. that current one is like too recent for them to do it again. Yeah, and the reason when I think Eco think- is not impossible is because they, again, it's the year of the fucking remake. Like nobody's putting money into completely new things anymore, and it would be a crowd pleaser as well. It'd probably be a fairly affordable way to make people be like, "Oh, look at that! Sony still cares about us." Yeah, yeah, they do like a good PR win. Twenty eighteen. That's Five not that years. long. You say that, but that right now, that's a lifetime ago. <laughs> 2018 is pre-COVID. Yeah, I don't know how much you could do to it now to make it without no. kind of rebuilding from the ground up. And it's just more gonna... of it. It's, it, it, it look, I'm just saying it in terms of like the whole. It's 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 a lifetime ago, and it would be sillier than the Last of Us remake because at least like the PS4 version of Last of Us was just an upres version of the PS3 version, whereas the mm-hmm. yeah, PS4 version yep. of the Colossus was a PS4 us game. Yep. Yeah. Do you think we're going to see anything from Naughty Dog other than multiplayer Last of Us? Speaking, I think of we're going to see yeah a bit of that multiplayer Last of Us. Is what they're going to talk about, I think. Which I'm because sure is going to be closest. like a good game that I will not care about in the slightest. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see if they do something kind of out of the box with it. Uh, that's my hope for it, right? Is that um, it's not just a wave-based game or it's not just a... I don't know, like something that we've seen before. I think that setting deserves something new, uh, something interesting, something we haven't seen necessarily before. Uh, I hope that's the case. I, I don't know that we're going to get that, but I mean, I yeah. really want, really want like a wild, like in a big wild game. I think there's a decent chance we'll see like the next like stray or something. Like they've like found an indie that's working on this like super cool looking thing that they go. All right, we'll help you polish that up if we can, you know, showcase it as like a PlayStation exclusive for the next year and a half. Yeah, we'll see. Final Fantasy, absolutely, there's going to be Final Fantasy so, there. Well, Final Fantasy 16 is actually really really close the interesting one and mm. the reason I actually almost think that the 7 remake part 2 is plausible as being shown maybe in like but like actually that's a weird pickle for it I think Sony really is probably going to like be giving Square anything they need to hit that date because Sony only has Spider-Man coming from their own studios this year yeah, yeah, yeah. so I think Final Fantasy 7 is actually like a big tentpole that they actually super super want to land I think yeah I I think it'll be there. It'll. It mightn't be. I think they'll focus because of the so close to um, Final Fantasy sixteen. 
that'll be the main focus. But they'll say, you know, they'll give a big gameplay, blah, 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 Final Fantasy. And then, like, here's just, like, a shot of Sephiroth looking cool at the camera, and then reminder, it's coming out late November or something. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yep, I reckon that's what'll happen. Like some mix. that. Ooh, no, I know, and now I know my crazy prediction. And it's incredibly stupid. But Ken's going to be on board. Virtual Fighter 6. Yes. <laughs> That's a Sega game. It'll, it'll come, Xbox and Sega are buddy-buddy now. Uh, Sega has literally been buddy-buddy with everybody at, like, different points. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, like, yeah. they kind of, they kind of, yeah. like... I don't think you can... <laughs> yeah. That, that game is so overdue, and, like, but... It's like perfect, the most perfect time, and also the worst possible time for this to happen. Because like, there's so many fighting games, like like really fueling the tanks at the moment. Yeah, well, it's well, a, it's going to be a year where you've got a Tekken, a Street Fighter, and a Mortal Kombat all coming out. Like, I feel like probably it's probably the big, big Guilty Gear or something like hidden in the background there as well. For all. Guilty Gear came out last year, so it should That's be still pretty recently. Yeah, yeah. Like, so, so like Guilty Gear come out like every six months or something. Feels like <laughs> they just they just had some weird unrelated word to the end of the title. <laughs> yeah, just, <laughs> just push it out. Yeah, Guilty yeah, Gear yeah. Max Drive Plus Six Nine Forty Two. Yeah, <laughs> and it means something to the players of Guilty Gear, but no one else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, that's who they're trying to sell to. Is like, can you please please buy another one of these? <laughs> I haven't really got a wild one for Sony. I don't know. It's it's it's, a, it's an odd sort of position for Sony to be in because they've been so um, kind of not predictable, but they've kind of had their lineup solidified for quite some time. Like we've been used to knowing what Sony's kind of got in the pipeline. And this year, I feel like we, you know, apart from Final Fantasy and and Spider Man. I'm not, not too sure. I mean, Ghost of Tsushima 2 is probably in the works. I think they almost confirmed that, um, which is, I kind of wanted them to go back to Infamous, but that's fine. I'll, I'll take more Ghost. Um, I mean, Ghost of Tsushima seems like a very safe one. That game did Gangbusters. Yeah, it feels like a safe yeah. bit. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'd like them to see, like to see something new or, you know, just a new IP, even if it is another big AAA third-person action-adventure. A new one. Like, I I know what Uncharted is, I know what God of War is, I know what Last of Us is. Give us something new. Like, that's all I want. Just something it, wild and new. Is it too early for a hardware refresh? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Frankly, I don't mm. think we've even seen, like... I think this no. year is when we're going to actually see like a proper first generation of actual current. I, I think stuff. so too because they they were so worried about the silicon shortage and that that everything was focused on being across both gens. Um, it's so true. I, yeah. It's just it just it feels like I, I it feels like we're well into this generation at, at this point. And yet I think we are, and of, we are in, in terms of time. In yeah. terms of time, not not yeah. necessarily like games, but it's like it is sort of was it just under two years. Mm. Yeah, it's been over two. It's been almost like that's what the whole last episode we did was about. Yeah. It's been about two and was a half it, years. Was it? No, that's mm. why I'm two and a half. Right, two and a half years. It's been about two and a half years since. I so, I think that shortage of, of of PlayStations and Xboxes has added two years at least to this generation. I would hope so. so. Like it needs it needs the yeah. more time just like actually get going. Absolutely. And, like, keep I, 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 I was, it was just more of, generation. I was just thinking like, more really. from from. 
Yeah, I was just thinking more from a broader like I don't think both companies and I think they've said it before, they don't they don't really want to repeat the uh ten year cycle. Pro. The yeah. pro and the X. Yeah. And also and like, I wanna... mean Resident Evil 4 remake, I mean it looks good, it feels great. It still doesn't feel like a current gen game in many ways. It's just like mm-hmm. the PS five still feels in many ways like a PS4 Pro Pro. Yeah. Yeah, it does. It does. I think that's kind of our, what we discussed last, last episode. Like, we so, haven't yeah. seen... Yeah, There's been true. very few WoW-worthy games. There's been a couple, um, but not many. There's been, like, mm. Ratchet and... God of War was pretty damn impressive. Um, yeah, it was, it was pretty Horizon impressive. Horizon was for- probably more of a PS5 thing. God of War is apparently still pretty close to the PS4 version. I think it's just it's an amazing-looking PS4 game. It's, it's a really good-looking game. Um... And on the Xbox side of things, like, I mean, and people laugh, but it's a car game, but Forza Horizon 5, five is just draw-dropping. But we haven't had this generation, I still feel like we haven't had this generation's Gears of War or Soul Calibur or... No, no, I think that that's this year. I think this, like, I think we'll, we'll get that in that's a That's kind of what episode, I'm hoping that we start seeing in this presentation. Yeah. Like, I want yep. to see yep. some stuff. Oh, it's like, okay, this is yeah. PS5 looking fucking shit, not... This isn't yeah. a PS4 game with the sliders turned up because you have a PC graphics card. This is yeah, yeah. that's that's this, what I'm hoping this one this one will be. It's like yeah, like you see the stuff that is like okay, this is the marker of a new generation of games. It's like and you're starting to see it with the trailers for that are starting to come out. Like that Lords of the Fallen um, trailer is Unreal Five developed, so it's obviously next well current gen only now. Uh, it, it's looking really good. Uh, you know, like, it's not my sort of game, um, being a Souls-like, but holy shit, it looks good, you know, and it that's and the power of Unreal 5. When that's still new and shiny, that can help you get into a new genre of, like... Oh, yeah, absolutely, yep. So I think now we're starting to see the Unreal 5-powered engine games come out. Mm, mm. Uh, that's going to be the turning point. Um, they're just starting to hit, like, Mortal Kombat's Unreal 5, so that'll be interesting to see how good that looks. Uh, you Actually, know, you know what? The- Even as much as I've kind of been blase about it, Spider-Man 2 is being developed ground up. Ratchet and Clank was a pretty early example of what a PS5 game might look like. It wasn't all the way there, but it's like, yeah. wow, they developed that it's fast. Good. Like, considering how quickly they got that out the door. So there is a yeah. very... I'm very curious to see just how... how good Spider-Man, Spider-Man 2 actually looks. I think we might get a taste of Wolverine too. I think they might. Yeah, they, they can probably show both of those without stepping on each other's feet. Yeah, yeah, because, you know, it's it's just furthering that Marvel hype cycle, right? You know, hey, you've got Spider-Man coming this year, and next year... I'm just in perpetual, Bob, you know, whiskey, perpetual cigar. Marvel fatigue at this point in time. Like, I need yeah, that entire it is a bit MCU like that. to just go away for half a decade, I think. Do you think we're going to get more Suicide Squad? <laughs> oh, mate, that, I think that's, like, totally sizzle reel. That is absolutely a sizzle because I'm. They've probably got a contractual obligation to do it. It's going to be with a bunch of like small pixel art indies, and then Suicide Squad is going to be sandwiched um, in there. And the extra irony is those pixel art indie games are probably going to be like way cooler than than Suicide Squad's going to. Well, they've got another whole another twelve months to rip all that that shit out of the game that everyone went what. <laughs> I don't know, <sighs> but no, I don't. Um, as we're as we're ending as we're rounding up and then yep. finishing off this episode, um, I have to say, like, just be, one, just because I don't have those consoles, so like, like my my contribution so far has just been like random, random weird things. But 
<clears throat> like because I don't have a PS5, like this particular showcase coming up is like less of an interest to me than the Warhammer Skulls event that's happening literally oh, yeah. the next day. <laughs> you should be like, though, come on, Sony, sell me. I should say refresh. <laughs> I guess like a smaller version because we say refresh, you immediately thought like a more powerful, but like making a more sensibly more sensibly sized version of those consoles. Well, yeah, like, I was thinking, like, don't have the giant wings, and yeah, maybe... You can buy plates to replace that. I know, but it's more of, like, having, a, yeah, just a more sensible shape, something that fits a lot better under the, under the TV, that sort of thing. But, yeah. Cool. Look. Whatever, and because of random stuff that's happening off screen, we, and because we were going to anyway, I typed in about ten minutes ago that I need to leave in about ten minutes. So works out. Well. Um, it has worked out well. Um, so yeah, Huso, thank you very much for jumping on and saving the, uh, saving the day. Let's see. Yeah, I like to save the day. I think of myself as the podcast Superman. That's who I am. That's who I am. <laughs> Anything you want to pimp very quickly before you like stop hitting? Or hit yeah, stop I got to do another cooking video, which is totally yeah. amateurish, but. A hell of a lot of fun. The cooking um, of YouTube hit gets so many hits, man. I think one of these is going to be like a breakthrough for Blair too. It's, it's super cool. It was a lot. Of, I did some ribs with a, a Redfall spice rub that, that that was like a promo item for Redfall. And honestly, uh, the ribs are much better than the game was. Honestly, the rubs so, are apparently pretty good. Like you're not. I think Joby, I think could, I saw yeah. saying the rub was actually pretty decent as well. Yeah, it, it's a really good rub made by Smoky Q, an Australian um, spice rub mob. And it's very nice. Uh, and that turned out well. So that's on Player 2 now. So check that out along with, you know, a whole bunch of other shit that I usually write on there. Cool. Um, Ken, you've been saying you have some, like, play stuff. Got anything else? Uh, no. Just the one Player 2 Plays video I uploaded today. And it's just waiting there. Just waiting there. Uh, to be, uh, to go live, yeah. We all have content just waiting there. Um, I have a review of After Us, which I'm presuming is probably going to go live by the time I wake up tomorrow morning, I haven't actually followed that up, but it's written. If it's not up it's by written. the time you listen to this, that's not my fault. It'll be my fault. I wrote no, the words, I uploaded the screenshots, did my part. <laughs> not your responsibility anymore. For all oh, five no. people who were excited Under about this game, that it's actually kind of cool, but also has not really been very high in the hype factor anywhere as far as we've been able to see. No, no, no. Um, but it'll be up, I promise. Yeah, take you so for it. Again, mm. coming at you from the past, you will know if it's all true. <laughs> Man, I've just got to find the link of where you sent it to me to make sure it goes up. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm, hopefully you're not linking directly to my Google Drive. That would be... <laughs> just directly to my Google Box account. All it is is a shared Google Box.